welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number 67. I'm your host tonight and my name is Shorty and I have just a couple of beans on the line to me. Tonight we have Dewey. How's it going, mate? I'm well, mate. How are you? Pretty good. And we also have Cracker. How's it going? I'm very well, thank you, buddy. Good to have you back. This is two episodes in a row. I think you've been back, so... It is. He's on a streak. <laughs> yes, yes. Two two is a streak. Let's go with that and hopefully you can make it three. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, lots of things to talk about. We say the same thing every single week, but it's almost always the case. The, uh, the show notes fill up very quickly. There's lots of things going on in the world of magic. And I think tonight's episode is, is pretty much all focused on new and upcoming sets and, and announcements and things that the Wizards been dropping us on us in the last couple of weeks. So plenty of exciting things to talk about. But before we get into the, that, before, well, cannot talk tonight. Before we get <laughs> into that, Cracker, do you want to tell us about our awesome sponsors? Yeah, Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. They are a Facebook auction site where you can buy four sets of Chief of the Edge for a dollar. Uh, yeah, that's what I got <laughs> last night on an auction. I just threw a buck on there and I won four cards. So I was pretty happy with that. Uh, I have no idea oh, what I'm yeah. going to do with them, but, uh, we'll work that out later because they were too cheap to just not put a dollar bid on. So, uh, they run auctions every night. There was probably, I don't know, 250 cards listed for sale last night and they do them all the time. So special weekend auctions with premium cards, lots of sweet foils, reserved list cards, all that fancy stuff. But, um, yeah, just. Google Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar and you will find them. Very good. Excellent. And tell them that the beans sent you. That's right. Absolutely. One day I'll actually win an auction from Pat and uh, he can send me stuff that's not the, the all the awesome prizes and things that he sends me. But things we'll, you can we'll actually see. keep. <laughs> Look, uh, we're, we're making up for it because like my wife's outbidding me on yeah, things I did that are being that. on for her deck, right? Uh, uh, so good. Yeah. At least you didn't actually get into a bidding war and, and the price I mean, is just going up and up. You did that to me last night as well, Chewy. Yeah, but I knew that wasn't going for that cheap. Yeah, so did I. But yeah. no, I was just, <laughs> just did it for a troll. Couldn't I, win I, a Scarab God for $3, sadly. No. no. I have seen Cr- Chris bidding on some uh, foil Phyrexian Vorinclexes, so I don't know if he's Ooh. been winning those or not, but they seem to be quite pricey. Mm, I bet. Definitely, definitely not something I'm bidding on. But uh, you can pick up cards at uh, yeah cheaper than retail from time to time through Josh. Yeah, Park, absolutely. So it's definitely worth giving them a like on Facebook and uh, yeah, keeping an eye out for those bargains. Yeah, actually, one thing I do like that uh, that Pat does is pretty much every single night, about an hour before the auctions ends, he puts up a like a I don't know a, a list of the the absolute bargains that are currently going on the site. And sometimes, like I, I usually look at those, and sometimes you look at it, and it's like eighty percent savings on on these cards. And it's like okay, that's you know that's not just like ten percent off of how much you can buy it somewhere else. Like that's yeah, almost no, all of it off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, new tokens. So one of the things that Josh and Pat's do is uh, when you win an auction, you can choose from their I guess you call it a library of tokens now. They've got so many of them. Uh, and you can add those to your, your, what gets shipped out to you. And there's some new ones. There's like a bird token and a, um, something else. What was there? I showed it on stream the other night. But they're sweet. So you'll, if you like their page on Facebook, you can scroll through and you can find those. And soon to be a Not the Threat token, which he's got the art coming up for, which is what our Envy winner... Hemsey, Hemsey. F- from last year chose as the, the token that he wanted to design. So he worked with the artist and with Pat and yeah, we should be able to see those soon, which would be awesome. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Pop Very that. good. Just a, just another reason to 
get in on our events and uh, try and become the 2021 Invitational winner. You get your own custom token, just like Wizards do. So, just saying, we're a bit, bit of a big deal. <laughs> just like Maybe. Wizards. That's podcast, just like this. Exactly. <laughs> There'll be a band announcement buried somewhere in this podcast. Yes. <laughs> the subliminal band announcement. Man, please. I was really looking forward to an episode where I didn't read off a list of band cards. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of wizards, we yep. uh, we have an, an set coming up. Not actually soon. <laughs> it's it's no. not for a little while, but uh, wizards uh, went and... I think they did like a bit of a stream and then released an article and I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it might have been spurred on by some leaks, not not actual card leaks, but just some details about the set. So we've mentioned it before, the next set that's coming out is called Strixhaven and it is basically Harry Potter in uh, in magic form, which I told my daughter about tonight and she was super excited until I told her that there was not four houses, there's five and, you know, it's not actually Harry Potter stuff and whatever, so... But hopefully it's one she'll be interested in. But uh, yeah, this set's coming out in the near future. And yeah, I, th- I think like over a week ago now, Wizards put out an article and-, and gave us a bunch of sort of details about this set. So it's pretty odd to have it this early. The set doesn't actually release until uh, the 23rd of April. So it's like you know six or seven weeks away. We're, we're nowhere near getting pr- actual preview cards yet. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was spurred on by some details getting leaked and wizards just kind of want to kind of wanting to control the narrative and get ahead of it or if they just went oh, let's do something a little bit different and, and put this out there and, and build a little bit of excitement so cracker you uh you're going to give us a little bit of a rundown on what we're sort of looking at for uh, this upcoming set yeah absolutely so what they have released is uh five cards from each of the colleges as they're called uh not houses apparently <laughs> Which I mistakenly said. Yeah, correct, correct. I mean, really, I don't know if you could get sued for saying the word houses, but uh, anyway, there's uh, there's a Boros house which is called. If if you could, then someone would have um, sued the Harry Potter author for all of the IP that was uh, (laughs) (laughs) borrowed. Such a generous (laughs) (laughs) interpretation. (laughs) Sorry to all the Harry Potter fans out there, but yeah. That's fine. All right. So the the house the colleges. Oh, I nearly did it. <laughs> the colleges. We just talked about this. Uh, all right. So there's yeah. There's a command for each one. We won't like spend a whole lot of time on each of the commands. But the first house we have here is called Lawhold, which is Boros, red and white. Um, then there's Prismari, which is the is it clan. College clan? It's not. Oh man! <laughs> it's Why it's are the blue so and red college? Blue and red college. <laughs> so, just looking at the article here, and I'm showing my age, but I'm also like, uh, it was a card that I loved. So the the mage wielding some like fire and water magic uh, has got some tusks, maybe orcish or ogreish. What are the chances, shorty, ogre savant being reprinted? Remember OG. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> with, maybe. With great, with great flavor text, he's an oxymoron. Yeah, that's why I remember it. It was, it was a really good card in Limited because it was a, a, three, a five minute three two was a decent body in that format and it bounced something. So if you paid red and blue. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was. It's not a good card anymore. I have no. one. I looked at it recently. And went, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, nostalgia. Yeah. 
so yeah, each of the each of the colleges has has a little tagline. So the the law hold one, which is the 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 red white college, is leave no stone unturned. The prismari one, which is the blue red, is express yourself with the elements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it that way. Uh, the 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 quandrix, which is blue green. Uh, math is magic. Clearly, that will be the most overpowered house because it's simic simic mm-hmm. colors <laughs> yeah <laughs> correct yeah yeah it's uh the the card is actually pretty good too there's silver quill which is uh white black sharp style sharper wit these taglines are terrible <laughs> horrible it's so bad <laughs> then there's wither bloom which Did is I golgari so sure. black green <laughs> get your hands dirty uh, uh okay what sort of college is this Anyway. What's that? Yeah, it's it's thirteen plus. Remember, thirteen <laughs> oh, plus. Okay, 13 plus. Um, <laughs> look, some not of the get, <laughs> not get dirty. It's get get your hands dirty. That's yeah. what I don't know if that's any better. <laughs> <laughs> look, they're they're gardeners, right? They're the the gardening yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're the True. goth bio majors, apparently. Goth bio majors. Anyway, that that uh, actually seems like a really good command, by the way. Yeah. So before we get into the cards. I'm going to, uh, I was going to say foretell, but we just had that mechanic. Um, <laughs> Come on, get some new jokes, Chewie. It's a new set. Yeah, okay, right, sorry. Hang on, uh, hang on. Chewie and new jokes, those things just don't, they don't go together. No, it's no, always no. Just, It's, it's, it's just not, the same jokes, jokes over and over and over. People. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't. You tell them to us at the same time, multiple <laughs> no, we times. We just happen to be there at the same yeah. time that he's telling a new person. I should really play ad nauseum in modern. <laughs> Are we going to run into a generation of Magic players that is introduced to Magic through this Harry Potter-inspired set, and it'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I'm i playing a uh, Witherbloom deck, and we're going to be like, you mean Golgari? You what? <laughs> and, yeah, and, there's going to be the, and they're going to be like, okay, boomer. Okay. I was going to say us. exactly that. <laughs> Oh, is that is that going to happen with magic? We're going to. I mean, on? it's likely. Like, it's the same thing with you know Soltai and Esper and those sorts of things. Like, we had you know, there's junk is Abzan, I yep. think, from one of the sets, and there's there's another one that never gets used. It's. I mean, it uh, used to be called USA for Jeskai, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and um, rug for yeah, uh, rug and bug Tima. and yeah, yeah. So like, it's I guess it's just it's still rug Delva. It's not Tima Delva. In, yeah, in it's movies. it seems to be whatever like the commentators and and that sort of stuff like what the deck lists get get called on on official things. So, you know, if wizards start calling all of their simic decks Quandrix decks, which is quite hard to say, uh, then I guess people will call them those. But if they don't, you know, if they just refer to them as blue green or, or actually refer to them as simic, then yeah, who knows? But yeah, there's there's definitely going to be people that come in and. Uh, yeah, I'm new, just new saying, I'm magic. Old. These are the these are the colours that they yeah. call yeah. things. I'm old, and that makes me change averse, so I'm worried. <laughs> I so. mean, you're you're going to be forty in like three months or something. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, you are old. Yeah. But yeah, one one thing wizards were sort of pretty uh, firm about in in this article is that they're trying to move these colours or these colour pairs in different directions. So these are all the enemy color pairs uh this is all we're getting we're just getting the five we're not getting the full 10 uh, like we have in the ravnica sets 
but they're they're trying to to say okay so like the boros colored ones the red white ones which traditionally boros has always been fast aggressive small creatures that sort of thing um like like lots of burn they're trying to move it in a slightly different direction i mean if you read through the command they've still got a bit of that sort of stuff in there but they're wanting the these colleges to have a different identity to the ravnica guilds to sort of differentiate them so you're not just yeah going oh, okay this is just boros this, i know i know what boros is this is simic i know what simic is so i, I, I agree interesting with what you're what saying do. but but with prismari it is the most is it card you oh, can yeah, read in like, your and, life and like i mean it, yeah the the Law hold one, the Boros one is a whole bunch of Boros abilities. Like the Con- the Quandrix one is same sort of thing. Yeah, so, like they pretty much they all still fit those those main themes that we know. But it'll, it'll just be interesting to see what they do with like the draft archetypes and that sort of stuff for the whole set. If they sure. are actually yeah, trying to push them in a new direction, right? yeah. But yeah. do you think that moving these things in the direction is a conscious effort to try to? realign the color pie because things have been be a, nice. bit, a bit skewed right so yeah. like why is green drawing so many cards um but you know i wonder like, like that will be a a good way to do it if that is indeed their intention uh they may be like turning the needle the other way even further potentially who knows <laughs> but uh yeah to try to realign those color pairs may be a way to you know one of the many steps needed to resolve the, the yeah. color play issues that we've got. I mean, like the blue-green command, the Quandrix command, doesn't even say anywhere on it, draw a card. Nowhere. Doesn't doesn't say put a land into play, doesn't say draw a card. Like, yeah, what's with that? counter, plus one counters, and uh, shuffle stuff in the graveyard. So all very blue and green things yep. um, without without drawing cards. Or, yeah, without putting extra lands into play. Yeah. Gaining, gaining a bunch of life. Like, yeah. <laughs> So the commands we've we've seen commands before. So I, th- I think the f- the original command set is like the cryptic command. No, there was, com- there was commands before the, that, like Dramoka's command. And no, that's what? that's Dramoka's well. way after. <laughs> no, not Dramoka. No, that's no, no, block. No, the, um, sorry, the you know Rith the Awakener, that dragon set. There was commands in that. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Where, like the, in the same style where it's like four yeah, options, like, choose two. Uh, it might have been choose one, but yeah, uh, okay. Let me hang on. Weren't they the charms? Oh, it was like Wrath yeah, Charm. I thought, I thought the, like the, the cryptic so it was like command Profane cycle Command, was the first Primal lot. Command. Yeah, yeah Law right. and Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah I'm thinking the charms. Cryptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The charms were the three color ones that were all three mana, or not yeah. all of them, but yeah. So there's we've seen commands a few times. So yeah, there was the the Lawan block ones. There's the Khan's block ones that mm-hmm. were all multicolored as well. Now we've got these ones, and yeah, they're they're usually four options and you choose two of them and they are almost always playable and fairly powerful and then every now and then you get some that are more powerful than others so like the last set of commands we had we had colligan's command that's widely played in modern we had Dataka's command that was massively played in standard and played in modern to some extent mm-hmm. dromoka's command was played like massively in standard not so much in the other formats but they've all been fairly powerful um, then there is like the charm cycle um, that's usually like three options and you can choose one of them, um, which is a, a, yeah, a little bit different to the commands. But yeah, the commands are generally a pretty powerful uh, cycle that we get. So and, and these all look pretty good. Most of them are instants, but there are a couple of sorceries. And yeah, they, they kind of have a bunch of options that are fitting within those colors. So it'd be interesting to see um, what gets played and what doesn't. 
what's what's your pick as the the strongest one if you guys have actually looked through them? Uh, I think the the is it one is going to have the Prismari one. Yeah, sorry, the Prismari one. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll let you talk about that, Jordy, because that's kind of in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, like um, this, this is my pick as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it's one 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 blue red. Uh, instant choose two, deals two damage to any target. Target player draws two cards and discards two cards. Target player creates a treasure token or destroy target artifact. So all things we've seen before, all in it colors. You know, it's the same mana cost as Electrolyze, which is my favorite card of all time. You know, deals two damage as well. So yeah, heaps of heaps of options there for how you want to do it. Even just creating a treasure token can be super super handy for just that little bit of ramp. So yeah, I I reckon this one's definitely going to see play, and it's just costed at that right level. Like if this was four mana, nah, would would not be any good. If it was sorcery, no good. But three mana instant speed is is pretty good. So definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, I I like the Witherbloom command. Sorry if I'm stealing your thunder here, Cracker. But yeah, you uh, are. I am. Um, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so well, yeah, I can see why you'd like it. Like uh, black and green for an instant. Choose two. Uh, target player mills three cards, then uh, you return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, destroy target, non-creature, non-land permanent with mana cost, mana value, which we need to touch on as well, two or less. Uh, target creature gets minus three, minus one until end of turn. Target opponent loses two life and you gain two life. So each of these things is kind of okay on its own. Like it's not really worth two mana and, and the card that you spend on it, the milling three and returning a land or... Um, the very narrow, uh, you know, artifact enchantment removal or the, you know, only minus one toughness, only two life. But when you put those together, um, you know, this is one of those cards that's just kind of never dead. Yeah, and for two mana, it's really good. Yeah, two mana, in, uh, two mana sorcery, importantly, sorry, not instant. Um, it's a, a, yeah, just the first utility means that this will show up as it, it'll show up in sideboards, but it'll show up in some numbers in main decks in a lot of decks. Probably not as a four off, but I could see you know a lot of cards playing two cop, a lot of decks playing two copies of this card. Yeah, definitely. Um, now you mentioned their mana value, Cracker. What is he talking about? So mana value is the replacement term for converted mana cost. It's just going to be the way that they template things now. So. You will have heard us say that it is like three CMC. Well, now it has a mana value of three. Uh, it's literally counting the total amount of mana in the um, card's cost. So with a Bloom Command has a mana value of two. That will be everywhere, like on the stack and those kinds of things. So anything that refers to like destroy a target non-land, non-creature non-land permanent with mana value two or less. So the, the card that jumps to mind there is like Ren and Six in modern, right? It's uh, red and a green, so it's a mana value of two, and this would just kill it. But that's kind of, yeah, the new, I guess they're just trying to clean up some of the terminology. And yeah. this, and this not, all came out a couple so of weeks ago. so much stuff printed in, on the card. <laughs> like, converted, yeah. converted mana cost uses up a fair bit of space. Yeah, it yeah, does. And, it does. And what, what is it converted from, right? It's a confusing yeah. term for, <laughs> um, for new players. Yeah. Um, how, how does mana value work with X spells? Does it look at the card or does it look at the... Yeah, I guess, I guess you would tell someone the mana value of a spell is how much mana has been spent to play yeah. that that spell. Yeah. So if it's an X spell and you've spent 10, well, then it is 10 plus whatever the the other cost is. So 
And then when it is no longer on the stack and it is a permanent on the battlefield, its mana value is what's printed in the corner. So it's just it's the same thing. It's just it's, it's exactly it, it is exactly around. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fine. Yep. Good. Good change. Have, I don't have a problem with it. Yep. No issues. So, yeah. Like it, it. That's one thing Wizards have been pretty good with over the, especially the last few years of just cleaning up those little things. You know, even like you know the rules change where it was, uh, like you know lightning bolt now says deals three damage to any target rather than mm-hmm. having to actually put creature or planeswalker or player or whatever like all, all that little bits of information it's like just clean it all up and just say any target easy done not not a problem so lots of little things like that that wizards has cleaned up and it, it's good to see that they actually make those changes unfortunately it, it, it is a paper game as we've mentioned a million, million times so you now have all these old cards that refer to converted mana cost and and the amount of times we you know you play a game and it's like hang on did this card get eroded so i can now deal damage to planeswalkers or is this just players thing and i got to pull up the oracle text and see <laughs> see what it is so yeah, the old cards are it's so a little cool. bit annoying uh, oh yeah but i'm all for simplification slight tangent did you guys have you guys heard the sort of the folklore story about time walk where the mm, original no. wording on time so time walk says you know blue and one sorcery take an extra turn after this one the original uh Templating for that was target player loses next turn. Okay. So, as in, <laughs> so let's like, lose the game. Yeah, like I target. Yeah, I target. Cracker, I target you and you lose. You, you lose the next turn, but it actually like blue and blue and one. You lose next turn. <laughs> so there is such thing as oversimplification. Yes. I suppose so. Well, yeah. they've done some more actually because as part of this set, they previewed a bunch of uh, alternate art. Uh, cards that'll be in each pack um which are called the mystical archive um <laughs> come on i was expecting like a big like mystical archive no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i could do that but i have a four-year-old asleep next door and yeah, i don't okay, want to wake enough. him up um <laughs> but they've, they've done some things there so one of the cards that they previewed as part of that is demonic tutor which is a very classic card from the history of magic it is one in a black and it says search your library for a card then put that card in your hand then shuffle it doesn't say shuffle your library anymore. Mm, which so, I've heard some people making funny jokes about. Okay, so do I just do a dance? Every day like- I'm shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody knows what it means. Yes. It, yeah, but it, it is. It's Again, it's just that little simplification that yeah, just takes a little bit of text off of your... Because, I mean, I mean, you know, you go back to cards a few years ago and they would say, then that player shuffles his or her library. <laughs> it's like, why does it need yes. to have all of that extra? And why does it need to specify his or her and yeah. things like that? So, yeah, th- oh, it kind of makes sense. You look at some of the old cards and it's just walls of text and yeah. it's like, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> well, that's yeah. why the cards were so bad back then. Like, the creatures weren't so overpowered because they couldn't fit all these awesome abilities that, you know, Uro and things like that have these days. Yeah, attacking doesn't cause them to tap. Vigilance, yeah. like that's kind of where it started, right? Yeah, With, uh, yeah. like cleaning up those Key, things. keywording things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you mentioned the Mystical Archive Cracker. They yes. are effectively like um, the masterpieces, that that sort of thing in this set. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yep, they are. So there'll be one in each pack, I believe, um, of all different types of rarities, and oh, just- one in every pack. Pretty sure that's yeah, what yeah. So, so it's one. It's you get every draft booster. You get one. Uh, in the pack yes. every i don't know about set boosters i'm assuming there'd be at least one in a set booster uh, and then every collector's booster you get three 
they do have rarities. So uh, like the the three that we're we've got we're looking at on this article, we have demonic tutor, opt, and swords plowshares. The demonic tutor is mythic. The opt is uncommon, which I'm sure it's normally a common. It is. And sword to plowshares is a rare. So yes, you will get one per pack, but there is still that rarity in in terms of which how many of them you get. So you know you might get one or two mythic rare mystical archives per booster box sort of thing. Um, whereas you, yeah, you'll get a bunch of commons and uncommons. But yeah, pretty cool. Like whereas the old masterpieces, you would get like one per case <laughs> almost. Yeah, they, like, they were super rare. The yeah. expeditions and those kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so it's it's closer to like a, a extended art card that they've done in recent yeah. times or like just a, a regular set. Even okay. even more common than a regular set foil. Yeah. What do you cool. think of the, the art and the frame on this? Uh, they're not as good as the Japanese versions <laughs> of these ones. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, I, I like I, them. I, I, I think I need to see the physical card before I can pass judgment. Uh like um, you know, obviously looking at them on on the screen is you know the the actual art on them is cool. It's the frame I'm not sure on. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying I'm not sure. Uh, but the art the art in Swords of Plowshares is very cool. Yeah, yeah, they've gone with some interesting arts. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if all of them are this sort of art style, which is different to what we sort of get a lot of. Like if you scroll up and look at the art from the um like the commands. A very different art style for for what we've got here. So it'll be interesting to see if they're all like that. So yeah, I'm tipping some of them look really cool, but like the, I reckon the demonic tutor looks awesome and it fits really cool in the card frame. But the opt is a bit weird. Uh, but sword sword here is really cool. So yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting to see what we get. But we're not going to get more previews of those for a while. Yeah, wait and see. I guess I'm assuming there will be foil versions of these as well. Uh, so they could be quite pricey. And cracker, you mentioned Japanese. Mm-hmm. Versions? What are what are they? They're they're the same cards. They're just different alternate arts, and they are crazy looking. <laughs> they're amazing. Like <laughs> yeah, check out the article. It's got a link to the the Japanese ones, and the demonic tutor is uh, unreal. Like it just yeah. it looks so so good. I I don't know how you describe it. it. It's um it's very traditional Japanese art style, uh, with some. I guess the um opt is kind of. Closer to modern manga in some respects in the face and things, I think. Whereas the um, Swords to Plowshares is, is, again, more traditional kind of thing. It's a like a samurai with his swords and then literally like a, what is it, a hoe on his shoulder? Yeah, yeah. Sure. That kind of tool <laughs> for digging in the ground. But, yep. um, yeah, the demonic shooter looks like a, a demon that's, you know, rising out of some stuff, which is awesome. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and like just the colouring, like that that art just looks amazing. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it it's looks like, the- like uh, a like a, a, a live action movie that has like a manga cutscene. Yeah, uh, yeah, like almost that stop motion type art. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. it's like black. It's like it's black sick. and white color. Oh, black black and white drawing, but with the the bright red splashes through it. That's yeah. Def- definitely something you've seen in if you've seen Japanese art, you would definitely would have seen that in a lot of like cal- calligraphy things and that sort of stuff. So very cool. And again, I'm I'm assuming they come as foils, and that demonic tutor is going to be worth uh, an absolute fortune. Um, so you can get those ones in 
Japanese the Japanese boosters, obviously. Uh, and I have seen quite a lot of stores, uh, like even stores in Australia, uh, like doing pre-orders for Japanese boosters. So if, if you're interested in that, then yeah, you can definitely pick them up. You don't have to buy them straight from Japan, so that's cool. And I believe they will come in some of the collector's boosters as well. There's a chance to get the Japanese ones actually in the English collector's boosters. So they will be available. They will be out there. But yeah, they're going to be going to be pretty rare and uh, going to be sought after. Yeah, sought after absolutely. And I'm tipping like we've we've seen three awesome cards already for for that. I'm tipping there's going to be a bunch more that'll be yeah really uh, really cool as well. It uh, definitely gets the commander players interested in. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, big time. And the older format players. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, there is um, going to be five commander twenty twenty one edition will be named after each of the colleges. Yes. Yep. So they've, they've announced that with 80 new one cards. So, yeah, that'll be cool. Look forward to checking out what those are when they come out. They usually release them, well, when they're done like this, at the time of the set release. Yeah, so yeah. April yeah, sometime we'll time. start to see some more info on this one. Yeah, oh. they did, they've did. they been doing that the last couple of years now, I think. So the last one was Ikoria, I think, when the Ikoria set came out. All the five Commander decks were all based on Ikoria. And then, yeah, that was about the same time last year, so... I guess next year, this set that, that will come out, the second set of the year, we'll have the same thing. We'll have commander sets. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, one thing we didn't mention is the five colleges are supposed to be of supposed to have been started and I assume, assuming are still run by Elder Dragons. So I'm tipping we will get an Elder Dragon for each one of these enemy color pairs and it'll be yeah interesting to see what they are. Um, it's not going to be Niv-Mizzet for the... Uh, for the blue red college, I can tell you that now. Uh, it'll be some other elder dragon. So yeah, yeah I'm tipping we'll, we'll probably new ones because um, I think they're surely not going to. Oh, maybe they'll have new versions of the same name ones. Like um, no, no, they're, they're literally the name of the dragon is like Lawhold and yeah, Prismari okay. and that sort of thing. So they've said each of our colleges was founded by the elder dragon whose name each school bears. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. Yep. Didn't didn't actually know so, that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that's what that means. Yep. Okay. All right. So yeah, we've we've talked a little bit about some old cards that are getting these cool reprints. Uh, yeah, there's a whole other set coming out that is all reprints of old cards, and uh, that is Time Spiral Remastered. So we've mentioned this before when they first uh, previewed or, or kind of announced that this set was coming, and uh, yeah, it's it's actually like really close. It comes out in like two and a bit weeks i think like 19th of march the set actually releases so not very far away at all and yeah we're kind of in full swing of preview season for time spiral remastered which is a little bit different to normal because it is all reprints we've seen all these cards before but chewy you and i were both around like playing when time spiral came out yeah, one of we my both, sets. Yeah, we both had a lot of fun playing this. So do you want to give some people uh, some details on what this set is and what's going on? Um, so Time Spiral, the I guess the background of the set, for those who weren't around then, was um, you know kind of an alternate uh, reality. So like picture sliding doors, right? If you, you get on the train and you don't, your whole life goes on a whole tangent. What happens, you know, in Magic World? Um, when that happens, and we ended up with some iconic cards being color shifted. Um, you know, a chroma went from white to red. Um, we got a the classic blue card draw spell was green. It's probably when it all started. Um, <laughs> yes, it's all harmonizer's fault. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was all about you know, um, yeah. It was it was a really cool set, and it like harkened back to some some of the things if um, some of the earlier stages of Magic. We had got a um, and then you know they messed around with time a little bit, so cards could be suspended, and we've seen suspend cards since. Uh, there was split second, um, which was uh, you know something that uh, was new at the time, and you know sudden shock and and things like that were all very cool. Uh, but what they're doing with this set is, uh, yeah, a remastered set as part of like the supplementary supplementary releases, like the masters sets type thing. And I guess you know the we've been to Ravnica a lot uh, over the journey, you know, all of the the standard sets. But uh, Time Spiral does hold a, a place in a lot of people's hearts, uh, and there's a lot of cool cards there that are sought after. Um, for from a uh, you know a, a casual commander type um, setup, so even even they, constructed formats like a, a, there's a lot of these cards that get played in modern and legacy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they um, they take the opportunity to yeah just get them all out there, reprint them, and uh, you know a lot of the cards got the same art, just the the set symbol is different. Not a lot different, but um, it is different. And yeah, they're all they're all reprints, so no new cards here. Um, but what they're doing, which is really cool, is um, introducing the old, well, reintroducing the old frame as the uh, sort of the the bonus collectible thing with this. So uh, these are again all reprints, but not from not necessarily from the time spiral set. And for you know, thus old people. Um, <laughs> We, you know, there's a bit of nostalgia here, but, um, you know, the old frame uh, certainly has its own appeal and, and does look cool. And, you know, we can all agree that, you know, like if you've got a, a, a Lanoir Elf from, you know, Beta or a Lanoir Elf from whichever um, the last printing was, everyone agrees that the, the original printing is the better Lanoir Elf, right? So they're, they're playing off that a bit and they've got, yeah, a whole bunch have been spoiled so far. They've kind of been spoiling them by colour. Um, so, I mean, I'll scroll down and pick a colour each, guys. Like, I'll, I'll have a look <laughs> at the uh, the white cards, some of the ones that I, I think are pretty cool. Um, Containment Priest, I think, is a, a good option because it's a card that gets played in Legacy and Vintage where there are a lot of old boarded cards. So, it fits in there. I really like um, the, the Lingering Souls, Path to Exile and Resto in that in, in white. I think it's uh, pretty sweet, and I, I might just need a sigil of the empty throne for my um, enchantment commander deck one day. <laughs> I mean, we've got Lava Spike and Monastery Swift Spear in uh, in old borders. They both like Lava Spike looks amazing in the old border. Like I love the, the art just too. fits perfectly. Yeah, Molten Rain looks cool. Yeah, ton, tons of cool cool cards. Cracker, any jumping out to you that you you really like the look of? What do you think yes. of the Leyline of the Void, Cracker? The oh, it's it looks amazing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's it's actually not not an old border though. What is? Oh no, it is there. No, oh, it's yeah, an old border okay. one. No, it actually no, it really does look good. Uh, yeah. The Yogmoth Throne Physician looks pretty sweet, uh, yeah. and just all of the blue cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, think, oh. I think the blue, they're all, they're all very good cards. Well, Tauran maybe not so much, but Teferi. Um, oh, no, that's no, that's a yeah. that's that's uh, not even a border. Barol, it's just <laughs> Moldrifter. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's gorgeous. The um, Ponder. Remand. Treasure Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this is just a bunch of old blokes getting excited <laughs> about old same cards. card names. <laughs> if you don't know what they are, well, I apologize. Uh, the Primeval Titan in green looks pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. And the 
modern player in me loves Chalice of the Void and Cranial Blading. Uh, if, yeah, I may be tempted by the Chalices, and if Cranial Plating was a viable card in any format, I'd be very interested in in replacing my set of set foil Cranial Platings with... <laughs> I, I love the... the the brown on the artifacts. brown artifacts. Oh, yeah. I love them. Love them. Yeah, the um the thought seas is actually really cool too. So it's the original law and art thought seas, but with the old old border, just yeah, just fits really well. So yeah, so in when they did time spiral the first time, so obviously it's time spiral was three blocks. Time spiral, plane of chaos, future sight. Plane of chaos was where everything got all weird, and we had all the color shifted stuff. Future sight was uh, cards that were potentially coming in the future so that's where we got like tarmogoy for the first time and and things like that even mind sensor as well was one yeah that I just yeah a bunch, which they- bunch of cards they had the, the really weird frame that we'd never oh, ever seen before frames. uh yeah like street race was one of them as well yeah they actually work really well when they're in your hand like they're, so they're, they're actually yep. like ergonomic for one of yep. a better term i'm surprised yeah. that we haven't seen it come back yet but yeah yeah, throughout the sets, throughout the, the time spiral block, they had these time-shifted cards that had the purple set symbol, which we'd never seen before, and they were cards printed with old borders and things like that. So they were part of the set, but they'd been shifted from the past into time spiral. And so because they were coming from the past, they still had their old borders. So that's what they've done this time. They've brought that, that uh, I guess, theme back into this set. But rather than bringing old cards with their old borders, they're actually taking new cards and giving them the old border treatment. So they've got the purple set symbol and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, really cool. Uh, it's yeah. There's again, there's going to be a bunch of these that are going to be worth a ton of money because especially players that played with these old borders, they are very popular. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of them. You know, all whenever I whenever I'm playing paper decks, my lands are always old school lands and things like that. So. <laughs> Why put a shivan reef? No, well, I mean that is old now, but <laughs> yeah, I think they're great. Uh, and you said right at the start that they are paper and magic online only. So if yeah, these cards not, not coming are to arena, arena legal, such as thought seas. At this point, we don't have the um, the option to have your. I'm assuming arena. they'll give us some card styles that you can buy on arena to have. Thought sees with the old border and all that sort of stuff. That, but that would be cool. Each I'd, their I'd own. be all for that, but there's nothing uh, about that so far. No, but not yet. He's hoping. Although I'm, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that Wizard somehow manages to just do a sneaky, and it's like, hey, 19th of March, Times Spiral gets released. Oh, by the way, here's an update for Arena, and it's on Arena. And it's just like fan- phantom drafts on Arena. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So... Yeah, the, the, basically what they're doing with the set is they're combining the three sets like they've done with, like, like on Arena with Armand Ket Remastered and Kaladesh Remastered, combining three sets down into one and making it a really cool draft format. Now, I remember drafting this format a little bit, but not much. I'm assuming, Chewie, you drafted. You, you've always drafted more than me, so I'm assuming you drafted Time Spiral a, a bit. Yeah, a, a lot, yeah. It, it's supposed to be a pretty good draft format, and usually when they do these remastered things, they're, they're able to make them even better because they can take out... Uh, some of the problem cards, like I know they're not including. I think it's Sprout Swarm is the yeah. Uh, so there wasn't yeah, Sprout those, Swarm, which was like, a problem. Oh, this cards OP, but the, I think that so they remove those outlier problems. But I think the whole the overall power level goes up because when you had blocks that were um, three sets, you know that's a lot of cards to print. You ended up with 
you know, more below average cards. Yeah, so you well, you're, also, more, you're drafting one, cards, one pack of each. Yeah, yeah, but there was, uh, but you, you could also draft singularly, like when the first set came out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, it's a, um, you know, just just noticed ancient stones. I'm really still pretty excited about that. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so every time you look at every time you look at the Scryfall. Um, oh yeah, there's thing, there's it, so like, many cool cards. Like how does that beast within crack? It's grab my eye definitely <laughs> yeah yeah eternal witness you know that's so good um but the um yeah there's there's not like those you know seven men of five ones like whatever you know random garbage cards that yeah they take play. all that stuff out yeah so they remove the the cards at sort of either end of the um the power level and you just end up with like good balanced cards that you know you, everybody's got a good deck and the format's generally, you know, really, really diverse and um, even and interesting. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to drafting it. I, I might have, I think I'm going to have to buy a box of this when it comes out. Tell you what, um, though, th- th- this is not a straightforward set. I'm looking at the mechanics in this. There's Suspend, there's Madness, there's Split Second, there's Morph. Vanishing. There's, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. So, this is like, this is very much a... Uh, uh, you know, a love letter to old people. <laughs> right? Flanking. Yeah, it's it's closer to Cube <laughs> than anything else, I think. But, yeah. you know, like, not trying to- There's Storm. Yep. Oh, no, hang on. There's Tendrils of Corruption, not the uh, Tendrils of Agony. No, sorry. there's still Grab Shot. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yep. is, yeah. And Passing um, Flames is There's Flashback and Echo and- there's Yeah, there's Lotus all- Blue. Shorty. Yeah, yeah. Shorty, yep. there's Stuffy Dog. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, anyway. and that was always a problem with Times Right. And, and Wizards have come out and said this, you know, Mark Rosewater said it in articles and things like that. Like, when they printed the set originally, it was like, okay, we're going to do all these things. So there's going to be all these cool mechanics we're bringing back. And it's going to be, you know, super complicated, basically. And that was really good for entrenched players who could wrap their head around it. But for new players, it was horrible. So if, if you are a new player, you should not be drafting this set as your first draft because <laughs> there's going to be a whole lot of stuff you're not going to understand. But once you can wrap your head around it, it I'm tipping it's going to be a really cool uh, format. And yeah, there is a lot going on and, and a lot to a lot to uh, do in this set with uh, with all the little synergies and things you can do. Uh, yeah, hope, I'm hoping that uh, Polywaffle uh, buys a few boxes of this as he usually does. And we can uh, we can actually get around and uh, and draft this. I think it's going to be very difficult for people to get their hands on boxes. Yeah, not not necessarily Chris, but for everybody else. All the stuff I've seen is that like it's not going to be a huge print run, and most places like are pre-ordered out already. Yeah, right. Okay, so very popular. Oh, yeah, I guess maybe you won't be buying a box, Dewey. <sighs> I'm sad. I'm not saying it's impossible. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not it's not like a standard set where you can just cruise into a shop and get one. Yeah, they're not not just going to be sitting on the on the shelf, or if they are, they're going to be probably double the price. Yeah, come on, Un- take my money, just print more of it. <laughs> like for a company that prints so many cards every year, just print more. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could draft it on Magic Online, so this this might be something that maybe you and Kraken need to get together again and, and do a Magic Online draft. And yeah, coming to a stream near you. Yeah, keep, keep an eye out for that because, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be keen to watch that and see what you guys managed to uh, to pull together. Cool. All right, so moving on to the next topic. Uh, yeah, Wizards <laughs> had another the next big announcement. new thing? <laughs> 
I don't know if you guys saw it. Like, it's not in the show notes, but uh, there was a, um, a, a like an investor call or whatever it is that, that wizards do where they do their public mm-hmm. things about how much profit they've made and whatever, all that sort of stuff. Mm. But apparently, like, wizards is now, like, its own full division in Hasbro. Yeah, nice. Which is, like, yeah. previously it was just wizards is a subsidiary or whatever they're called, like, just a, you know, a... a department i guess of hasbro and under the hasbro banner now they've actually got their own they are their own full-fledged part of hasbro which is amazing like it just goes to show how much magic has been growing and and you know you yeah, listen well, to the well, it's dnd as well magic right DD, like, yeah yeah dnd's been huge huge and, years yeah well i mean yeah everybody's been playing um you know zoom dnd yeah 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 Hopefully that means they get a bigger budget that they can spend on more staff to do more uh, <laughs> testing and <laughs> things like that to prevent what we've had for the last couple of years. But, yeah, part of that is is like uh, Wizards announcing expansions. And, uh, yeah, one of them is this thing called uh, Universes Beyond with a, a whole new logo <laughs> that looks really terrible. And sure, you sound awful. really thrilled by this announcement. I, I actually, I am. I think it's awesome. But what is it, Cracker? What am I talking about? Uh, it's basically an extension of things we've already seen. So they've now given it this official title of Universes Beyond, and it's going to be where Magic Wizards start dragging in external IPs. Like so we Godzilla, saw this. Right? Yeah, we saw this yeah. last year specifically with Secret Lair is the one that they're referring to with the Walking Dead cards. Uh, and so they're calling, they're saying that's going to be grandfathered into the universes beyond. So this is where we will have probably unique new cards that come from different IPs. So, you know, there was, I mean, controversy aside, there was the Rick card and the Negan card and, you know, all that kind of stuff that, that came out as part of the secret layer. And I expect we're going to start seeing, um, these other things, but they're not strictly going to be secret layer. So they've announced two new IPs and, one of these I know a bit about, and the other one I know nothing about, but I know you boys do. <laughs> yes. So, what what exactly is Warhammer 40k? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, good, like, good talk. Good talk. Yeah. That's, a, that's a whole it's new a, podcast. It's a ta- tabletop uh, war game with painted miniatures and, and terrain that you make. So, it's a whole other hobby uh, and something that I first started playing when I was about 12 years old. Uh, and played up to, I don't know, when was the last time I had a game? Probably five years ago. A long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Still got um, all the models there. It's, uh, but it's, it's a universe that I've always, um, enjoyed. It's, it's another one of those universes that borrows a lot from everywhere else, mostly. Yeah. But, um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a really fun game. It's a cool hobby. There's a lot of people into it. And it's another, um, it's another, another hobby that's, a, exploded over the last couple of years as well. Yeah, it has, definitely. Resurgence. And so they're looking to expand into magic. And, you know, this is a like mutually beneficial arrangement, I'm assuming. Um, but, yeah, I, like, my mind's spinning with what sort of magic cards it <laughs> yeah. You're um, looking forward to casting some Space Wolves? I, 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 Primarchs as Planeswalkers, maybe? Or, um, you know, the... Um, uh, the Drashnian, which is a bad the despoilers demon possessed sword, like it's cool. Like we had Negan's baseball bat, why not? So yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, so having some um, having some beloved space wolves um, emblazoned on a magic card, 
pretty cool, I reckon. Yeah. It's weird that they did 40K and not fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. Because uh, it's more in line with the, the, the magic theme, but it's uh, or Age of Sigma or whatever fantasy is called now. Um, but uh, I, as a 40K nerd, I, I'm stoked with it. I think it's going to yeah. be cool. I don't know, it makes sense to me because it gives a real point of differentiation. Like, if it's just another fantasy-themed thing, um, which we'll talk on in a second, then, like, they just blur into one. And, like, how do you know that it's not just, like, a new generic magic card? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And, like, Mecha Godzilla wasn't offensive. Yeah. So, having, you know, Beyond the Fellhanded, the space with Dreadnought shouldn't be offensive either. Yeah, you're getting in another audience effectively like a, a yeah. lot of warhammer fantasy players so i've i started playing warhammer fantasy when i was 12 i think as well um you know still got my models sitting on the shelf behind me things like that played a bunch of 40k as well it's a huge world there's a lot of lore all that sort of stuff but a lot of fantasy players probably already know about magic and, and may already play it that sort of thing whereas 40k is is kind of fairly separate because it is it's it's futuristic it's set in the in the year 40,000 so it's all yeah big mechs and spaceships and tanks and and laser guns and bolters and all that sort of stuff like stuff that is so different to what we see in magic so yeah it it will be very different to anything we've seen before in terms of actual magic cards but yeah you're also bringing in that audience of people that play a completely different game in a in a fantasy genre but a, a futuristic fantasy genre to the magic fantasy world where it's back to um you know orcs and, and dwarves and all that sort of stuff although 40k has that 40k has orcs it has magic it has dwarves you know it's got weird space creatures and stuff like that so yeah it it should be cool i'm, I'm super excited about that one it's, it's going to be uh, going to be very cool what's the uh, the other ip that we're going to be seeing cracker the other IP is one that doesn't borrow its ideas from anyone because no. <laughs> it is the granddaddy of all epic fantasy, Lord of the Rings, mm. which I am very excited about as a big yeah, fan of that, that universe. I just watched the Lord of the Rings uh, movies again, but watched them with my uh, almost seven-year-old. and uh, She, she didn't fun. fall asleep? Like, no, no, she was uh, glued to it and yeah, good. Keeps stopping me in the the hallway with the broom, telling me I shall not pass. It's, <laughs> like it's the proudest dad moment ever. It's uh, great. Nice. <laughs> and, and then just like drops the broom and goes, "Run, you fools!" and tears off in the other direction. It's uh, yeah. Uh, so nice. you're you're a bit of a fan of Lord of the Rings, cracker. Yeah, I loved it. Read The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings when I was you know a much younger lad. It was one yep. of the yeah same um, for me. Kind of it was a, it was a thing that my mum put me onto. It was a book yep. that she read as. A young girl and, you know, loved it. And then, you know, saw all the movies on release days as much as possible when they came out and stuff like that. So, yeah, big, big fan. Um, and just a huge amount of respect for the the groundwork that this laid for, like, the entire genre. Yeah, the whole fantasy uh, genre. I, I, yeah, it really did. It really was, you know, there's probably some earlier works that you could point to, but nothing on the scale that Tolkien produced. Um, yes, yeah, the, the like world building. It, yeah, well, the world building and just like, you know, he just wrote like the Similarian and stuff like that. Like there's all this extended stuff that isn't even really a book, but there's just all this history and things. I mean, he created Elvish, right? <laughs> like he just went, <laughs> hmm, these guys need a language. Let me just make one. And so, you know, like came up with, you know, like a whole written alphabet and, and like structure and stuff. So, he, he just kind of started it all and- yeah. and you know, everyone who writes fantasy these days or any time in the last 60 years really 
has drawn on that to some degree, whether it's your, your current interpretation of elves and dwarves and, and orcs and all that sort of stuff. Like he, he kind of really forged all that. So I think that's awesome. And it's also one of those things that you see from time to time where people do their own um, ideas of magic cuts. So you'll see um, there's, there's always Star Wars ones that kick yeah. around that people do. And then there's always other ones as well. So there'll be like the one ring and there'll be like a golem card and a Gandalf card and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to see what, wizards does the one ring has to be soul ring for sure yeah, probably well, are they gonna be new cards though because like golem's screaming for a double face card right yeah 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 that'd be yeah, cool. yeah definitely yeah like they haven't said what they're gonna do that they have said that they will do uh some that will be uh like like the godzilla treatment where it is has another card name and then has it you know so it might be the one ring, but then underneath it, it says soul ring sort of thing. And it, it has the same card text, but uh, the vast majority of it is probably going to be brand new cards. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. So they're not going to be, the sets aren't going to be standard legal. There's going to be commander decks. So we know hundred percent we're getting 40 K commander decks in 2022, which will be interesting. Like I know, and, and this is sort of the point of contention that people have had. And the same with the walking, walking dead stuff is I don't want to be playing my magic deck against you playing your 40k deck like that's weird uh, to me i couldn't care less is it uh, if is 40k that much different than the phyrexians yeah e- exactly like <laughs> there's so many weird things in magic it's like who, right? who yeah. can say yeah. oh, oh no that's not that's, that's not magic like yeah. the rules are going to be the same like it is literally magic just with different art and different names on it and that sort of thing so I- i'm yet to figure out the difference between tyranny and <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, I mean tyrannids have guns, <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're sure, basically the sure. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows how they're going to do it, but it should be pretty cool. I'm definitely keen to see what they do and how they do it. And again, it's just it's expanding that audience and bringing more people into magic, which gives wizards more money which means they get bigger departments again and all that sort of stuff so yeah that's pretty cool the other thing that is interesting is like both of those like lord of the rings and i think 40k had a card game i know there was a fantasy warhammer fantasy card game yeah i don't know about um, ccg i don't know about 40k, 40K. Card game. it was definitely a fantasy card game and yeah, yeah the lord of the rings card game had a like a had its moment in the sun but then yeah. kind of yeah did it away didn't it yeah, yeah. so it's interesting that both of those IPs have gone, yeah, we're, we're keen for another game, another card game. So, obviously, Magic just has the best system and they, yeah, they want to be and, involved in it. And, you know, it's another audience for Magic. But as I said earlier, like, if Magic's booming at the moment, then these other uh, franchises, other IPs uh, are, are going to try to take advantage of that as well. And, yeah, this will be mutually beneficial and brings more people to the game. And, you know, it's got me – I haven't thought about 40K – for a long time, so yeah. it's got me going, oh, you know, what's, what's new? <laughs> Maybe I'll dust you off know. those miniatures and start yeah, painting again. <laughs> I found my old paints are all, you know, dried up, so I threw them out. But, yeah, I've got cases of paint, painted, unpainted, semi-painted miniatures in the still, shed. Still in the box. <laughs> some still in the shrink wrap. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but it's got me thinking about it again, so, you know, it's working both ways. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think the other big concern people have is, so currently they're not going to be standard legal. They are. Re- they will be replacing like a supplemental set, you know, like a master set or something like that next year or, or whenever it is. The concern is that if it's successful, will Wizards then go, okay, well, maybe let's do a 40K or some other IP actual standard set. And again, I don't really care about that. It doesn't bother me, but 
that's one of the things people are concerned about. And I guess we just have to see what happens. So I guess no, the they won't bother because they don't need to, right? No, they I can just keep pr- printing supplemental sets as well. Why would you halve the amount of cards and money you can make? Yep. Uh, well, what they do is they go, well, let's do, uh, instead of talking to JK, we'll just make a Harry Potter inspired set. <laughs> we don't have to pay the license. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the, I get one of the concerns that I've seen, you know, scrolling through Twitter and, and whatnot is the, uh, you know, what if there's a busted card that breaks legacy and $500 card? The seven people that play Legacy will be upset and the rest of us won't care. Yeah. And then that's like one land or half. Yeah, that's exactly. it. I just, I'm sorry. I, like, I, I love Legacy when I get to play it, but I just can't care enough yeah. about whether and, a and card- have said that they don't factor that in, right? They no, just can't. They don't. So. And, and they, shouldn't, they shouldn't bother. Yeah. Like the supply on these is going to be like any other supplemental set. So it's going to be printed the same amount as like Modern Masters will get printed, that sort of thing. So- there's going to be supply out there. It's not. It's a, it's a bit different to the secret lair that they did with The Walking Dead where it's you buy it in this window and then after that you're never going to get them again. So if, you know, a card is becoming busted, people are going to be buying more of the packs to crack them and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I don't see that being a problem, but it's legacy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward it. to it. Um, it's, it's, I think it's cool. Like, I love both of these universes. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had to pick three um universes to uh you know and never have another one introduced into my life it would be 40k lord of the rings and magic so uh i I can't complain yep um yeah and then it'll be interesting to see where they go like obviously if this is successful they're going to get other companies on board going oh yeah that that worked really well for for games workshop so we'll get on board on that here's our, our ip you can do star wars or we can do Marvel Avengers, or whatever, yeah. like who knows? So yeah, should should be pretty cool. Uh, all right. So last thing we're going to touch on is just a quick update on our league. So we fired up our Kaldheim league uh, two weeks ago. We did the the awesome live stream live draw, which is a lot of fun as it always is, and uh, used the uh, the sorting hat so to speak, and put people into their yeah, we used to fairy's puzzle box. Thank you. <laughs> Put people into their groups. Uh, we we ended up with we had enough ex- Harry Potter on this episode. Already. Yes, <laughs> we ended up with exactly forty eight players again, uh, which worked out really well. So we we've stuck with four groups of twelve, and yeah, our our round robin stage group stage has kicked off. People have been playing their matches fast and furious. Actually, uh, it was awesome to see. Like even the the first night after we did the draw, we had people playing their matches, and there's been a ton going on. So. Really appreciate uh, everybody getting in early and getting some matches done. We are basically halfway through the league now for the group stage, so we're recording this on Thursday night. And yeah, still a lot of matches to go, so don't don't slacken off. Start contacting those people you haven't heard from, and we'll be starting to uh, kick people in the backside to start playing some matches. <coughs> Chris, <coughs> Scott, get out there and uh, play your matches. So glad we got 46 entrants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, we've also been streaming, you and I both streamed, yeah, yep. Shorty, yep. and Cracker, you didn't stream to Twitch, but you uh, had some stuff going on in the Discord last weekend. I did. Weekend, which no, that's right, cool. I completely forgot yeah, you Yeah, I ended up with, with like, a bunch of people watching, it was a lot of fun. Yep. They all, I, I gave lessons in uh, how to lose. Yeah, nice. Our, Very good. Yeah, uh, yep. I was pretty pretty generous with those those instructional um, pieces of information. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's, it's all learnings. Um, yep. I, I tell you who I lost to. <laughs> Roland Royce. 
Everybody <laughs> in fact, yeah, that is true. He, he's finished. He's done. Yep. He, he was done in a week and went 10 and 1. Yeah, massive effort. <laughs> Which is insane. So, congratulations for being first to finish and first to top four. Yeah, def- definitely locked in. 100% <laughs> locked. Yep. By but, uh, like the, three the extra person, wins. The person that he lost to is actually uh, Pijor, invitational uh, player from mm-hmm. last year, who's currently sitting at 7-0. and oh. So, yep. I think, I think Pijor's uh, looking at Rolling Royce going, you know what, you've gone 10-1, and one. mate, I can make this 11-0, and oh. let's let's bring it on. So, Well, I mean, it happened last time as well, right? Yan Ray went 11-0 in the last league. Yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. So, yep. it's it's possible, mm. but um, Group Cracker getting it done. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's it's, pretty it's, good. it's pretty even actually across the group. So I was having a bit of a look at that today. There's there's no no groups seem to be slacking off, which is awesome to see. And uh, yeah, even our international players are getting in there on the weekends and stuff, and, and getting those matches organised. So yeah, very good to see. And uh, yeah, good to be having some stuff played on stream. Chewy, you did a stream last week with yep. JMud doing uh, doing some commentary. Which yeah, was, that was, which was a lot of fun. So I had my, I had three of my matches uh, teed up. So we played through those, and and you know, Jamar pointed out my mistakes, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, was uh, you know chatting to everyone in you know that was watching along. And then we had another, I think, three matches where people just streamed their uh, their games into Discord, and I just you know pulled those into the stream and. Jay Mudd and I just did some commentary on that, and that was that was really fun because you know we you know you guys know how much fun it is doing commentary, um, so it was yeah just a little taste of that, and Jay Mudd had an absolute blast as well. So um, it is something that we've opened up to anybody who's interested. Uh, you know, if calendars align and your bandwidth is good enough to uh, yeah jump on to one of our streams and, and do a spot of guest commentary, uh, Reese uh, Reese P jumped on a stream a couple of weeks ago, so uh, that worked well. He was kind of our guinea pig, and yeah, it was a bit of fun, and um, things ran a bit more uh, professionally with JMUD, so I'm sure, Shorty, when you get on it with your pop key set up and whatnot, <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll be, be better. I think yep. if you do have somebody teed up, or at least you know in discussion, yeah, no, we're locked in. So next Tuesday night, uh, probably kicking off about 8.30 uh, Melbourne time, I will be streaming and commentating with Benny R. So neither of us will actually be playing matches. We will just be commentating the whole time. So if you're keen to play your matches on stream, uh, I'll be putting a post up in Discord probably just after uh, we finish recording and we'll start getting some people locked in. So definitely keep an eye out for that. It'll be, yeah, myself and Benny R., and yeah, hopefully we get to see some good magic and commentate on those games. So Fantastic. should be good fun. And then yeah, the the last week we'll try and get one of the other beans doing the same thing. Maybe Cracker, you can actually uh, get out on the stream. Yeah, or we love might to do that. We might get Stu on there. Who who knows? But uh, yeah, it's go- going good. And yeah, then we'll be kicking off into the finals stage not long after that. So yeah, friendly reminder: don't forget get your matches done. Start contacting people and. Uh, Hopefully someone uh, knocks Pijor off of his peg because we can't have Kiwis going eleven and zero in uh, in our leagues. That's that's just not right. If somebody's playing him in his eleven and zero match, make sure you bowl underarm. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you pack mono red hate. 
Uh, very good. All right, so that's going to do us this week. Uh, yeah, as uh, as always, if you want to get involved in these leagues and stuff that we're talking about, the best way to do that is to jump into our Discord. Even if you don't want to play in our events, if they, they don't suit you or, you know, you're a Magic Online player and you don't want to play this newfangled arena game or whatever, we still want you there. Come and join us in our Discord. There's an awesome community tons of stuff all like my phone is just popping off all day every day with people chatting about all sorts of different things mostly Genshin Impact at the moment yeah yeah. oh it's so fast that was the quickest (laughs) (laughs) but yeah lots lots going on in there awesome community lots of really cool people so come and join us in the discord and uh yeah say good day uh, if you want to show us some support directly, you can buy some sweet Magic Beans merch. Uh, the link for that, uh, for the merch store and our Discord is in our show notes. Uh, yeah, grab yourself some hoodies and t-shirts and things like that. Uh, you can go and uh, show our sponsors some support by uh, searching up Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar on Facebook and join the uh, the auction group and then yeah, check out all their daily auctions. Grab yourself some absolute bargains. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. Just search any of those places, Magic Beans Cast or just Magic Beans, and you'll find us on there. If you want to find me on Twitter, I am at Peace Inc. Chewy, you are? At Chewy MTG. And Cracker? At Joel Hill underscore. Very good. So that's going to do us for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Stay safe out there, and we will see you all next time. 